Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app, Fightful.com. It is February 26th, 2021, our last Fightful Wrestling show of february but you know what we're back here march 1st what twitch we're on twitch tonight uh, okay i'm talking about here on the youtube what are you doing on twitch we're we've got twitch tonight at 11 30 we got twitch tomorrow at sometime in the afternoon we got a twitch watch along sunday night we're, on twitch. we're getting shots up on twitch 24 you would you would think <laughs> i gave you steak in the twitch or something you're you're like uh, jeremy robert and joseph can do an arbitrary award show we're like we got twitch let's do it Speaking of steak, I, I just I really badly wanted to tweet out there. I have decided to give all proceeds from that show to Robert O'Neill because I saw that it drew fifteen cents. <laughs> we got yes. some good, we're at one point. Uh, we're over uh, one thousand one hundred followers. Well, you were at zero point one five dollars <laughs> on that project. O'Neill's a big draw. O'Neill's a big draw. He is. He is. Uh, we got lots of stuff. By the way, guys, if you want to see Luther and Serpentico on uh, the distraction, that is now up on YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. We're making our last push to get that monetized over the next week. So big thank you to all of you. Make sure you check that out. Donate a super chat if you're right here. You'll get your question or statement read right on the air. Please leave a thumbs up if you're watching this. I can't tell you how important that is to what we do. We had WWE SmackDown tonight, and it was a show. And this will be a short review. <laughs> uh, there was not, uh, I mean, some stuff happened, but you know, we didn't get a lot of headlines out of this one. No, no, it was it was a fine show. Um, I don't know, like that. That's what it yeah. was. It was a fine show. I didn't feel like it was a bad show. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. It's like, hey, you no. know what? I like wrestling and I watch this show. All right, then. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Any any particular thoughts on this? On the show overall? Yeah, on the show overall. What is this format you just switched up on me, Sean? Well, it's me usually... collecting all the super chats because oh. you rushed me to go on the air. <laughs> I rushed you to go on the air. <laughs> you rushed me to go on the air. So you can go play uh, games with your friends on the internet 
that's that's not true, Sean Mars. I have other things to do before I play games with my friends on the Are internet, you gonna right? do mushrooms, Jeremy? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> we we have not instituted a policy regarding substances not, on the Twitch. I have not done any illegal substances or legal substances since I've moved to the Ohio. Legal substances? I, I would consider Lucky Charms a substance. I mean, it's not like <laughs> a drug. It is a substance. Yeah. It's made of something. But it's not It's not alcohol or anything. Like, I've not done sure. any of that since moving to Ohio. I've been, oh. I've been clean. I've been, I've been good. I've been very good. And I'm trying to get this show over with, Sean Rossap. For all you know, I have company here and don't want to spend my night with you. Why does Joe sound like he's in a tin can on the Twitch? Uh, I messed up the audio on that. Did you? Good job. Good job. <laughs> well, I thought it added to the aesthetic. That's it did I'm not in any way whatsoever add to the aesthetic. <laughs> not a bit. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. Opening segment, Roman Reigns comes out, says he had a perfect performance at the Elimination Chamber, but Daniel Bryan takes issue with that. And he was like, uh, you, the, the standard promo you expected here. You took the easy way out. That's cowardly. Lamo. Let's fight it fast lane. Kind of figured this would happen. It made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it made plenty of sense. Once Brian got taken out immediately uh, by Roman at Elimination Chamber, it was an obvious setup for the fast lane match. And I like that they're going to try to delay it a little bit with uh, what they did tonight with with Jey Uso. Um, good promo by Brian. I thought you know Reigns was fine. Jey Uso like stepping up and being like. I have made it, Uso. Like you got to get through me, like dude. You ain't won since November. He he got two <laughs> pins in Elimination Chamber, so he's he's feeling brand new right and now. And then Brian beat him though, and then yeah. Brian pinned him. He, like, Brian did go through. That's what Brian should have yeah. said. Brian should have said, "I already did." Yeah, like just uh, I don't know. Jay, Jay Uso, I like Jay Uso. He's done very well in this role. They had they needed to get that guy a couple more wins before. Keep trying to act like he's he's this uh, main event top guy. Yeah, uh, I do like that he thinks he is though. Yeah, yeah, but he also refers to himself as the right hand man as well, <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. They beat up, uh, or he beats up Brian, and he and uh, Reigns walk off laughing, which I love. Another thing that I love, Jeremy, is that Edge is backstage going up to Adam Pierce, like, uh, you know what? Why is this happening? Uh, Brian was in the same Royal Rumble match I was in. Why is he getting this title shot? He just had a title shot. I, I, I like that Edge is expressing the concerns here. Why is Edge being a little bitch is what I want to know. <laughs> like, what, who cares, man? Let, let Daniel Me! If he, if he earns his shot, like, quit being a bitch, dude. <laughs> He was he was promised a certain match, Jeremy. He even said he picked. He didn't pick. No, no, no. He didn't pick the match. He picked the title. You pick the title you want to go after at WrestleMania. You don't pick Fair. the opponent. So you have to know the risk involved. If you want to wait for the opponent, make your choice the week of the event, dipshit. You know what? You've convinced me. You're right. Uh, I'll say this: Edge scooped me on the, the original fast lane. Match. It was supposed to be him and Daniel Bryan against Reigns and Uso. How many people have you seen fantasy booking that on the internet? They played off of that pretty well, I thought. Yeah. Besides him being a little bitch, <laughs> apparently. He is. Oh, Jesus Not Christ. Edge. 
Uh, Terminator shirt, says JL. Yes, a Terminator a nice shirt. shirt. It's a nice shirt. Uh, thank you very much. Um, TD Stinger says, no Bailey on the show tonight. What could you see her doing at Mania? Not sure how they do it, but I'd love to see EO versus Bailey for the NXT title. What do you think she's doing? I would like that too. I have no idea what they're doing with Bailey. They'll probably throw her in the the women's rumble or whatever. I I do think the NXT women's title should be on the show. I think the NXT sh- title should be on that show as well. Um, and like, if you're gonna, why not put Bailey in that spot? No offense to anybody else in the the women's division in NXT, which is great, but like. Bailey's a, a bigger name than, than all those, and you can easily heat up that match. But yeah, it'll probably be a women's battle royal, unfortunately for Bailey, who's awesome. And right now, NXT has been heavily focused on the women's tag team division, yeah. which they're going to establish. So I think no better time than right now. Mike JC says Jay Uso was like, I got this boss, then went, Hey, Brian, <laughs> don't talk to my boss. Like, <laughs> uh, hey, man, leave him alone. That's, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Uh, so we saw Alpha Academy defeat the Mysterios, which I'm sure we're going to see about three or four more times over the next few weeks. Uh, they show their attack on the Titan Tron. There were a couple really good highlights here. I love Dominic and Ray and how they work together. I love them as a team. Where's Buddy Murphy? If you Here's the answer to that question. He's in catering is where Buddy Murphy is. It's not a situation of he's not there, et cetera, et cetera. They just don't use him. They just don't use him. I like the powerbomb senton. I like the assisted 619, but what I liked more was Otis going full on Mark Henry and just squishing Mysterio. You know what? If you're going to rip somebody off, Mark Henry is an awful good one to rip off if you're Otis, so I'm not going to complain about it, but we're getting this match again. What do you think of the second rope splash as a finish? I still think WWE will get in their own way. They, they can't help themselves. He'll be doing caterpillars in a few weeks. <laughs> Maybe he'll toss out the middle fingers before he does it, and then he used the Vader bomb uh, at one point, didn't he? Like, I love that. I love that move for him. I wish he'd go back to that. Honestly, Um, I I like the second row splash. Like Dominic, again, I said it last week, and it seemed more evident this week. Like Dominic looks really comfortable when he's in there with Gable, and then Otis comes in, and Dominic's like, "Eh, I'm out, I'm out, dude." Yeah. Uh, But the the Gable stuff, that that spot they did in the corner. where it wasn't a head scissors, but it's like a body scissors just take over into the corner and stuff. He, he and Ray work really well together. I don't, I don't know where it's going with Ray and Dominic. I assume at some point they're going to set up this uh, a match between the two or some type of run for them. But like they're just beating them right now. It's it's weird. I I've thought they would kind of put more into a Ray and Dominic tag team. I did too, and I mean I, I'm glad they're they're doing it because they needed the tag teams really bad, which we'll talk about more later, but. I think it's a good move. Uh, pretty telling that Dominic doesn't take classes at the PC right now, but Otis does. <laughs> Planet Dan says, how about adding Brian to the Edge-Roman match? No. I think no. you got to do one-on-one. Yeah, there, there are some instances where a triple threat worked. It worked with Brian. It worked at WrestleMania 20. It does not work here, I don't think. Um, and really, I think the only reason we were talking about Daniel Bryan being in the title picture at all is because he came out like hardcore saying, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm going <laughs> to win the Royal Rumble. Because before that, we were like, oh, him and Kevin Owens probably going to be a tag team, right? 
That just didn't that, happen. That and he was losing every week to everybody. Like Brian was just putting everyone over every single week. And then he did the the rumble bit. I mean, it's easy, very easy to heat up Daniel Bryan because they love the underdog baby face. They've tried to recreate it three million times, and Daniel Bryan's the only one who can pull it off, and they don't realize that. Well, we got some interesting stuff out of Apollo Cruz. What did you think about this? He comes out in in Nigerian themed gear with with um I don't know what you would call it. Uh, yeah, I don't want to use the wrong name for it, but he says that he is the real African American, which you know caused some interesting Twitter discourse as a result. And he beat up Nakamura. They had a freaking good match. They just German suplex each other six times, <laughs> and then the real African American wins a match with the angle slam, <laughs> which I think is amazing. Uh, I thought that was really, really good. I'm, I'm so excited to see something new out of Apollo Cruz. Yeah, complete change from, from what he was doing. Like he, he did really good work last year with a uh, hurt business and stuff until they did that match literally every single week for seven months. Um, yeah. He did really good work with that, and then I liked his kind of subtle heel turn until the heel turn stuff. But now with like this, yeah, I think it's. I think it's great. A lot of people have mentioned the the Uha Nation stuff, and he he did pick up like a Nigerian accent in the middle of that promo, right? I like think I'm he, not a match. Well, he said, I think I believe he said, like my father would say. Oh, okay. and then he said it like that. I think. Okay. I just hope he doesn't retain it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it to to be like a permanent thing because like we know how he talks. Um, yes. It just becomes a weird, uh, a weird thing. Um, I like the promo. I, I, I really love the, the character switch for him and I have hopes for this. Maybe I'll be foolish for that, but I have, I have hopes for this. I'm, I'm very excited to see how this goes and, and where it goes. It is worth noting Nakamura and Cesaro have not teamed together in February. They haven't teamed together on SmackDown since January 1st. I would pretty much say that's done, Jeremy. It seems like it. And they, I think they did it well, though. Like, they both just kind of turned babyface. And they Nothing just wrong split. with that. Yeah, and then, and then they're doing their own thing. Like, that's okay. I'm glad neither guy needed a turn. You can now down the line, because it's sort of like uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Like, they never really officially split. They, yeah. It was Sheamus's injury that kind of just caused them to split. Now down the line, you can reunite them, or, or you can do the match down the line. So I like that. And that's kept becoming a lot more prevalent these days. I know Ethan Page, when he left Impact, like when he did the Karate Man thing, people were like, well, why did he do it if he didn't want to? Well, because he was provided a couple of options. One of those options was you and he, you and Josh Alexander have a very violent split and do something like that. And he's like, well, I don't want to do that because maybe we go back to that in the future. Yeah. So he he did he was very adamant about that. And I like that they're they're kind of switching that up. I really like that. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, I thought this was a great show. Nothing headline worthy, but still a lot of good stuff on it. I'm getting a Killmonger vibe from this new Apollo. I'm not familiar with the reference, Jeremy. It's a um, comic book reference. That's all I okay. really know. Not a big comic book guy. Nerd Guru says there's too many monarchs on SmackDown. You have a chief messiah, a king, and now a prince and Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love for Apollo. Just weird. I think it's less weird for Apollo than like two of those other ones. They should, they should form a stable. They should just form a kingdom on SmackDown. Oh, my God. Well, they can't do that. ROH owns the, the trademark. There you go. Oh, that's unfortunate. 
I, I look forward to the Matt Taven, Mike Bennett looks familiar tweets. <laughs> One of those. I don't think Bennett would do that uh, actually, but, but Taven would for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's more natural for Apollo than it is King Corbin or Seth Rollins for sure. We are not going to slander the Messiah on this oh, show. Jesus, Jesus Christ. I couldn't be more excited for Apollo Crews. I thought he did good for that WWE-style promo. Because, I mean, you know, they, they want you to cut a certain type of promo when you do that type, that thing. And I thought he did really good with it. And I'm really, uh, I'm really excited for it. People are asking why there aren't any Fastlane matches yet. Why would there be? It's a month away. Uh, th- then they, is for it, some it's reason, like they got two weeks away. Isn't it's it? It's not two weeks away. No it's way. Like March thirteenth, isn't it? No, it's uh, March twenty first. Oh, okay. they're doing it two weeks before WrestleMania. Two weeks before WrestleMania. I, just, I think it's three weeks before Mania because Mania is April eleventh. Is it? Yeah. Who gives a shit, right? Sean, it's ever since March 15th, 2020, we've just been living one long day, buddy. Yep, that's how it feels. It really does feel (laughs) like that. Guys, get in your super chats. Leave a thumbs up. Please share this video. Uh, The YouTube algorithm is not being nice to us right now. But up next, we had... uh, Tamina defeating Liv Morgan. I, I got to say, first off, it's the best Tamina's looked in years the last two weeks. I still sure. don't need her beating Liv Morgan. Sure. And when she's looking the best, it's probably because <laughs> you got Liv Morgan in there. She ran out of gas at the end. She uh, couldn't hit that gunslinger. All due respect to Tamina. We've seen it. Uh, okay, so we haven't seen it without the sleeves. But we've seen it. Uh, we've seen it for over a decade. Age means less than it ever meant before, but I, th- I think it should be Liv Morgan winning this type of match. Uh, I enjoyed the match, though. How'd you feel? They're trying, John. They're trying with Tamina, of all people. Tamina. What, what are we doing? Big Just match, Tamina. Bitch, yeah. Shows like up that- to win or shows up to job on pay-per-view, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> That's Tamina Nia Jax uh, WrestleMania 38 headliner gonna be gonna God. be absolutely tremendous. Uh, it's it's sad state of affairs for Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Maybe they should have just been nicer to Billy Kay. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that was the issue. They should have just been nicer to Billy Kay. But it's it's yeah, sad. She, so I, I Billy don't know how you can get yeah Billy wasn't there. I don't I don't remember seeing her. How like, I don't know how you can get invested in some of these people when. Like when the Riot Squad was winning a few weeks ago, or maybe a month or so ago at this point, it's like, oh, cool, you can do something. And it's like, yeah, down there just losing the same to the same people they were beating. It's it's tough to get invested into this stuff. In a lot of ways, WWE has the women's division where the men's division was in like the mid two thousands. They're like, oh, we got to push this big person. We got to push this tall person. We got to push this this. Liv and Ruby are so good. There was a period of time where Ruby was never winning, but was the glue on Monday Night Raw. When you wanted somebody to go have a great 15, 20-minute match, you put them in there with Ruby Riot. Nerd Guru says, Riot Squad, not in the Dusty Cup, was a travesty. It was. They really should have put them in there. I think they should have went to the finals as well. I mean, all due respect to Ember Moon and 
Shotzi Blackheart, but I think they should have went to the finals and Raquel and Dakota should have beat them. Or get this, Jeremy, they should have won the tag team titles and then Raquel and Dakota should be facing them on NXT next week. It'll be fine too. They they can do so much more just with that division. They're giving it time though, Sean. That's what you told me last week, right? They're giving it time. Well, I mean, they, they have they they have applied segments to it. I'll say that much. And I mean, you know, Tamina's sporting the sleeveless look, Jeremy. I respect it. You're showing off the guns. She's she's, got, make, she's gotten herself in good shape. Like she's making those too. gains, Jeremy. Yeah, she she's making, making those gains, just like everybody here can when they go to gainful.com/slash fightful. Jeremy, Sean Ross up. You know what I'm excited to do? Take a day Booyah! Gainful.com/slash fightful. This stuff is fantastic. Get $15 off your first month at gainful.com slash fightful. It's a customized protein based on your body type, diet, fitness habits, and goals designed by a team of sports nutrition experts that work with pro teams and athletes. No fillers, no gluten, no soy, nothing artificial. Beyond that, free unlimited one-on-one access to your own registered dietitian. There is no other protein that comes with that. You don't get a giant tub of protein that you're going to get tired of right out of the gate or even down the line. You get unflavored pouches of protein. You get single-serving flavor boosts. You get a bunch of flavors that you can choose from. Strawberry cream, finally tried it. It's fantastic. Cafe mocha. I'm not even like a big coffee guy, but I tried it and I loved it. Chocolate peanut butter is my favorite. Going after cookies and cream next week. They also got Madagascar vanilla and rich chocolate or you can add that unflavored protein to your recipes or your smoothies. I'm starting to do that probably in the next couple of weeks. I uh, haven't tried to cook with it yet or, or add it to anything specific like that, but very excited to do so. You take a quick quiz, and you get to choose your flavor boost that it comes with. You get to hold your tailored protein formula. It tastes fantastic. That's what made me reach out to them and say, hey, let's do some business, guys. Let's do some business because it's fantastic protein that I truly believe in. Make sure you guys check it out. Gainful.com slash Fightful. Hit them up on Twitter, too. Let them know you heard about them from us, even if you don't try it yet. Let them know you heard about them from us, and that really, really puts the stamp on it. Gainful.com slash Fightful. We had the best I've ever looked. Yes. Uh, We had the decision, Jeremy. (laughs) It it really bothered me that they weren't even just like, Io Shirai, all you had to do is put her up in a goddamn graphic. I mean, they they did, but like, this wasn't even, I didn't even know why they bothered with Asuka either. Like, Belair showed up one week on Raw. I was like, hey, maybe. And then she's just been on SmackDown. At least with Edge, like, they tried to, did, to, did they? He hasn't been on Raw in forever. Yeah, but at least like he confronted Drew with like a promo and stuff. Like yeah. the, she was teaming with Banks on Sunday. I'm excited about this match. I think if you heat it up properly, it, it can close night one. This didn't do much for me. Maybe it was because it was like very predictable, but like Reginald coming out and, and uh, the gold standard, Sasha Banks just being like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm actually number one, and and her laugh, where I'm pretty sure she's actually a heel, and it's just 
this ain't doing much for me. We just saw them lo- lose on Sunday. Sasha got pinned by Nia on Sunday. Yes, like, no reference of that at all. Like no mention of it. Why did they fucking book that, Jeremy? <laughs> Sean, we discussed it last week. They booked themselves into a corner with it, and the, the way they got out of the corner was, well, Reginald distracted her. So, like, so this dumb. feud, this feud does not need the Reginald stuff. It just doesn't. No, it's like it's like Austin and Rock when it's like, hey, let's throw Deborah in there. You know, you don't need Deborah in there. You don't need Reginald. Just just give me two of the absolute best doing what they do. Like that's all I want. Tyrone Kidd says Reginald has theme music. Lol. Not good either. <laughs> no, it's not. I was like, what's going, what's going on yeah, here? I, know what to, I was like, I wait, felt, did Bailey get a new theme? Huh? I felt like John Cena when he heard Cult of Pulse Personality. And he's like, is that Alberto? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I and You know, a lot of people feel a lot of ways about this. Eloquence says, why did WWE pretend there was any suspense? Oscar was never going to be Bianca's pick. Yeah. No, she wasn't. Why? Why would Bianca want to pick that? Why? <laughs> I mean, she's losing to Nia just like Sasha is. So that's a good point. I wanted you know Bianca what? to be like, you know what? Sasha's losing to Nia. Oscar's losing to Nia. I'm picking Io. At least she's winning matches. Nerdguru says Io should be pissed. I guess NXT only matters when Charlotte booking di- dictates it. Bianca and Sasha is too perfect. Reggie or Mella is getting added. I bet. I can't imagine that they would do that. No, I don't think they're going to do that. That's a huge miss if they do. But at the same same time, maybe they will. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I've, I've seen them do worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, please get your super chats in. I would greatly appreciate it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It would be Oxley and Kenta. Oxley and Kenta, Sean Rossap. Got some news on Kenta um, coming up soon. Actually, you know what? I ought to pull that match up in my little browser here. Bezo Banks says, seeing all the black wrestlers on Twitter uh, show the fist for Bianca and Banks being the first black people to main event mania nearly made me cry. Among the many reasons, one, the fact they deserve it, two, the match is perfect for it. It's We saw how important that the moment of Kofi Kingston winning the WWE title was to like Chad Gaspard and MVP, where a video emerged of them like, Pro wrestlers, savvy veterans cheering this moment on in excitement because they saw this achievement. This is also that. This is very important. Yes, it's a big match. And again, I think it can headline night one if you do heat it up. Right now, I understand the circumstances of it and I get all of that. It doesn't feel like a, a night one mania main event, but at the same time, like nothing else does either. <laughs> so I don't have any other matches. Um, I, I saw I, a lot of people. I said, well, okay. I saw a couple of people say, but not with Lashley and drew there. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it can go over Lashley. And, drew. and I'm like, wait a second. The match that did not headline backlash. Lashley, Lashley and Lesnar is the one where you're like, uh, you ain't, you ain't yes. That one. If it's Lashley and Lesnar, that's going to be tough. Yeah. That one's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, 
a throwback, our friend says, best way to end my 30s is to watch SmackDown, spending it with everyone. Sasha and Bianca will be wicked. Can't wait to see where these ladies go. It's Throwback's birthday tomorrow. Big happy birthday to Throwback. Uh, I think he's doing a live stream tomorrow, probably early afternoon. So go check that out, guys. And wish him a happy birthday. He's been a supporter of ours uh, big time over the last couple of years. So want to send him a big happy birthday. Happy birthday, Throwback. But um, this this Bianca Sasha thing, it was never in doubt. I, I mean, like when, when Benoit picked triple H, I was like, Oh damn, that's a surprise. There've been a couple like Batista picking triple H wasn't a surprise, but the, they built it so much. So good. I'm rewatching that whole thing right now. Oh my God. I miss Batista. That was one of the best builds. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and that was a dark era for WWE too. <laughs> they had a great scene of build and a great Batista build. And those had already kind of started once Brock Lesnar hit the bricks. And after that, Vince was like, oh, we're not going to make anybody like that anymore. And you had to wait like years and years to be a star. Well, we we don't see a lot of that anymore. Even Bianca won the Royal Rumble. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, look, less than a year after she showed up. Yeah, but like eight of those months, she was just camping out on the bench. Yeah. That's the thing. And when she was wrestling... She was facing Zelina every single time. <laughs> every single time. Uh, we have a couple more super chats. Ray Callahan says, Edge says he wants an Iron Man match with Daniel Bryan. What would make sense to do that? Also spending money for the wedding cost to Mr. and Mrs. Asshole on Booty Pro Wrestling. <laughs> this is our best idea yet, Sean. We got just. I'm Mr. so Ass. glad I did not watch this show. Mr. Oh. Ass, Bob Lashley. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Hole, Nia Jax is a long-term build. You know what? We probably need to put up booty pro wrestling shirts. There's, there's really no reason not to. We oh have the PNG file, right? I mean, we should. There, the, people, the people love the booty pro wrestling. There's going to be a time when we have like hundreds of the designs up there. We've just got so much shit going on on the website right now. We're, we launched like six things at once. So I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, the man. We love the booty pro. We were building. I, you know, Tony Khan, get out of here. Booker of the year, Joseph Ajeza. That's who should. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Street Profits defeated Sami Zayn and King Corbin. So before this, King Corbin was like, why are we teaming together? And Sami <laughs> Zayn's like, oh, because I recommended it, which I think is amazing. And also, I really wish they would have let the Cutler-Blake thing play out. But I think Sami Zayn teaming Baron Corbin would be the most interesting thing for King Corbin. I have no desire to see King Corbin in the single scene anytime soon. So him being in a tag team and being able to come in and do like big crazy spots, deep six and his ripcord slam and his stupid ass boss man thing that he keeps doing. And like, here's the thing. He did it forever. Now he never does it because everybody has it scouted his awesome finish. That's what I want to see. They didn't win here. It was a solid match. Street profits freaking rule. This is how you get them over instead of having them be jerks all the time. They get over because they're entertaining and they're great wrestlers. I thought this was a, a home run segment besides the fact that it were like, and I mean, I, I get the, the finish Corbin, not liking the documentarians or whatever, but 
I don't think this match needed that, but I, I see why they're trying to add some animosity there. So I'm, I'll let it play out with the Corbin and Sami Zayn stuff. I feel like Corbin should be like, yeah, you know what? This is a conspiracy. This, I feel like it should be more on the same page with Sami Zayn. Like, what are we leading to here? That's that's what I want to know. Yes. Uh, I have no problem with the Street Profits winning. I love the Street Profits. Uh, Montez Ford, once again, stealing the show, stealing the match. Fantastic. His dive over Sami onto Corbin and then the springboard frog splash. Just so tremendous. That man rules. But, like, what are we – are we running back Street Profits and Dirty Dogs again? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, can Probably. We do- can we do something a little? This is what this is why I was confused about like Dominic and Ray losing. It's like hey, they could be like a nice little team to challenge the Dirty Dogs for a little bit, and it's like we're just putting over. We're either going to do the same thing with the Street Profits or we're going with a heel team. It's it's weird, but I'll let it play out. Uh, I do like the Sammy and Corbin dynamic. I would like. I don't need this to turn into like a singles feud with like babyface King Corbin though. That's what I'm oh, a little God. skeptical about. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, boy. Drew Nicholas says, tonight was the first night in a long time I enjoyed enjoyed Corbin in the King Corbin role. They've stopped overdoing it and playing to his strengths. That's because there wasn't, like, any mention of it. It was Baron Corbin, not King Corbin tonight. It wasn't him him doing any of that stuff. So Is is he going to be the best face in the business, Baron Corbin? Oh, that ain't going to happen. Where's Evan Wright? I need my two bucks Canadian. We're trying (laughs) to get these super chats up over 100. We're having a measly night tonight. So somebody hit me with the best. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. You got to pay for it. Rob Wilkins says, thoughts and prayers to Seahawk for the the Chuck news. Oh, boy. (laughs) Twitter came to the realization that Charlie Caruso is white. So <laughs> I like your your uh, Chappelle bit. We, yeah. we got her. We got her in the late round. We got her. <laughs> we got her. We got her. My God, <laughs> what did what did Cam say that she has had a tanning membership? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I did one of those genealogy tests and thought that maybe it would come back like something like crazy. I like like my family has been here like in this area for like hundreds of years, apparently. Sean, you're Ben Affleck. You know yes, yes, yes. I mean, so are you. Yeah, true. If you're white, true. you're Ben Affleck. White, you're Ben Affleck. BFG301 says, random Impact chat. How do you feel about those Jake something matches on Impact if you've seen them? So I've got a Jake something story. I was backstage at Black Label Pro and I had my, my camera set up in a corner, like in a, in a closet kind of just to stay out of the way. And um, Jake something was like seat, not seated next to me, but he was next to me and we bumped into each other like six times. And we were kept constantly like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's the meatiest dude. Yeah. I said it. The meatiest son of a bitch I have ever bumped shoulders with. He is a true sirloin beef. Sons of bitch. Like I almost bumped. Literally, every time we bumped shoulders, like I felt like I needed to to bounce off the ground, like like go full shoulder block and sell it. And to be honest with you, I didn't have much of a say in the matter. Like it just almost happened naturally. He's a big SOB. And uh, I've become more familiar with his work since then. He's real good. And I'm glad they're doing the Jake something gimmick uh, as opposed to Cousin Jake. Uh, but uh, any thoughts? You've, you've been doing some watch-alongs. 
you 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 almost bumped when you bumped meats with Jake something. Yeah, is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I like them. Yeah, we have been doing the watch alongs. Uh, they've been fun. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming every uh, Tuesday at eight o'clock. We do Impact watch alongs. Come come hang out with us. Georgia Main says, "I think WWE's just waiting for the Usos. Come on, that that's like they're waiting for SummerSlam for Sasha and <laughs> Bailey. I ain't buying that." <laughs> GTA 25 says white suit cheetah is better than white suit Rollins. It's hard to beat white suit cheetah. So you know yeah. what? That that's a loss you just take, Jeremy. Yeah, that's that's an L for Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins got the got the drip going. My God, what a what a gorgeous man. The leader, the yeah. Messiah, Tron Rossap, the Messiah. Gutierrez 25 says, SRS just want to say your Twitter game is next level. The way you promoted all your sponsors was hilarious. There were people that like quoted that and they're like, this is why Meltzer will never not be on top. And I'm like, that, <laughs> like, that's the tweet. That's the one out of all mine. Not like, you, not you asking for grandmother's phone numbers. Yes. <laughs> I made a parrot. I, I tried to sell. I tried to sell Jeremy this on eBay <laughs> for a thousand dollars. But that other tweet, that's, that's the one. Come on. I'm not coming for Dave Meltzer's crown. We're doing two different things here, guys. Oh, boy. Uh, let me let me make sure that, that we're – okay. Yeah, Eloquent said, why did WWE pretend there was any suspense? Oscar was never going to be Bianca's pick. I think I, I think I read that one. I think I read that one. You know what? Well, we've got one that actually a lot of people are sending super chats about. Seth Rollins coming out and just Cesaro straight up interrupting him. Oh boy. I don't like the embrace the division thing. Like I could, I'm not big on that, but you know what? I I like Cesaro coming out and swinging him, but a lot of people had a lot of things to say about this. Uh, Rob Reed says, what were those camera cuts during the Cesaro swing? They're making movies. My friend, (laughs) they're making movies. Sean. Say something, god damn it. Sean. What? You've got to embrace the vision. Off, god damn it. Sean. <laughs> In all seriousness, I like this Seth Rollins. I, I think he's doing good work right now. You know I was out on the Messiah game a couple couple weeks ago. Last it's the week, same thing. No, it's not. It's totally different. This is embracing the vision. This is he's trying to get Cesaro to realize the errors of his ways of why he has not grabbed the brass ring. So Seth Rollins is here to give him that killer instinct. How many titles has Seth Rollins won? How many times is Seth Rollins the architect, the, the was, gold standard? You know what? The what's the what's the term i heard so many times on twitch.tv slash fightful gaming today today it's layers it's layers. <laughs> layers layers in storytelling right that's what it is can't wait for him to sweep the 2021 distraction awards <laughs> ryan says ryan martin says do you feel seth is a good choice to get cesaro moreover as a baby face there seems to yes. be a lot of history and there could be a good story yes he's a fantastic person to get him over there here's here's a stat that i put out on twitter no pay-per-view matches since november 2019 Two since April 2017, three since October 2016, six since or November 2014, nine since February 13. And I had some people say, Lagula Akabadia. That was on the pre show. And WWE have straight out said the pre show doesn't count. Um, 
Yes, this this is a good time to go all in on Cesaro because right now he's got online buzz. I mean, he always kind of does, but right now he really does because people thought he was going to leave, and now he's coming up. I would have Cesaro win this match, Jeremy. Oh yeah, Cesaro has to win this match a hundred percent. But let's let's not let's not you know belittle our savior, our Messiah Seth Rollins here for the work he did. As he was getting swung, yelling on the mic and getting his jacket. <laughs> oh, just tremendous, <laughs> tremendous stuff. <laughs> the man is great. That that was great. Yeah, That's the best great. thing I've okay. seen out of him so far uh, since he's been back. And I love it. Like, it was legitimately amazing. Tyrone Kidd says, Cesaro Rollins at WrestleMania would steal the show hands down. But will Seth be what it takes to push Cesaro to the next level? I mean, here's the thing. For all the people that are like, oh, he should be WWE champion. I wouldn't go that far with Cesaro. I do think that like there, there is an element I think is missing. It wasn't Paul Heyman. We figured that out. <laughs> but I think that hurt him more than helped him when they did that. He was white hot when they had him go over Jack Swagger in that battle royal. And they were like, oh, well, instead of heel, you're going to be kind of heel. And you're going to go kind of heel by turning on one of the most hated acts in wrestling. It's like, that doesn't necessarily work. Um, How how do you see this playing out for Cesaro? I think he gets his one-on-one match against Rollins at Mania. And I think, I think Cesaro wins it after that. Like after that's where it gets dicey because Big E is the intercontinental champion. You should probably have that title. For a little while. Uh, so you go babyface, babyface there. Um, but if you're coming off a win against Seth Rollins, like, I kind of think you can like step up and get a nice little program out of Roman Reigns. Like He's not going to beat Roman Reigns. I don't think he's the guy to beat Reigns. But like, sure. you can do a nice little two-month program between Cesaro and, and Reigns if Cesaro beats Rollins at Mania. Like, you're right. He's as hot as he's been. I, the Cesaro section stuff was very good. But like as a singles yeah. act... He's as hot as he's been and maybe will ever be. Like You've got to capitalize to a good extent right now. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. We've reached the main event segment. Jay Uso and Daniel Bryan go to a double countout. So Daniel Bryan is not added to the fast lane match. I thought this was a predictable finish, and it wasn't. It was a badass match. Fantastic match. Amazing pace. They beat the living crap out of each other. Jay Uso has gotten as good at limb work and targeting like a body part as anybody because it's not necessarily, yeah, well, I'm going to do this hold. He'll like run it into the post and run it into the table and like run it into the barricade and find a tractor and run over you with that too. Like anything that guy can find, he'll do, he'll use. Um, I'll just say, wow, that Moxley Kenta finish. I'll just say that. I'll stay. I'll keep you all spoiler free. But I'll just say, wow. Um, what'd you think of this match? I didn't see that finish coming. I didn't think we'd go double count out. No, I definitely thought it was like, all right, Brian's gonna win. And I mean, I would have been fine if Brian won. He, you set up Brian and and reigns it at Fastlane. I still think that's going to happen. The way Michael Cole was saying, like it still sounded like it was gonna like kind of happen. Um, I love the finish. I thought it was a great match too. I like. Like I was talking about earlier with Jay Uso. I like that you're going to protect Jay Uso a little bit here. Like, don't have him keep losing because then when he tries to step up and act like he's he's some type of a boss, 
it's it's not it's not going to work as well uh, if you just keep beating the guys. So I like that you're predicting them a little bit with the count out finish. Um, yeah, great match. And then I love the the ending stuff with Reigns coming in there, Brian getting some hope spots, and then you know Reigns and Uso just two on one too much and edge not coming out which was actually good because he was like you know what i don't think brian deserves this brian talked down to me earlier saying like oh, i can't win this match well who would win between us i'll keep that between myself edge didn't need to save him i i said edge was being a bitch earlier i believe that i think he was right to be a bitch in this situation and not save daniel Bryan. speaking of we got a super chat earlier on where someone said uh, someone said Edge didn't even bother coming out. I want to find the person who, who sent that. But, I mean, I, I don't blame him for it. No. Uh, Drew Nicholas said, Edge so much of a bitch, he didn't even come out and help his fellow baby face in a 2 one beat down at the end. Big meanie. Here's the thing. I love stuff like that. Yeah. I liked when Sheamus was a heel and he was interacting with Drew McIntyre. Just because they're baby faces doesn't mean they got to help each other. They don't like each other. I wish we saw more of this. Maybe, yeah. maybe Seth Rollins already having an influence. Exactly. See? You're right. See? Thank you. You finally come around. You embrace the vision, Sean. I thought it made sense for Edge not to come out here based on the interactions that Edge and Brian had earlier. I think if they didn't have that interaction, then I would have looked at Edge a little bit differently. would be like, all right, well, now you really are. Like, you're going to complain that this man's going to try to get his title shot. He didn't technically get his title shot, I guess. And then you're not going to help him in this two-on-one attack. That's, the, once again, a bitch move on Edge's part. But because Brian, had, they had that interaction before that, I was like, all right, you know what? I kind of understand it. I get Edge's point here. Don't save the man. Who cares? Let him get beat down. And now you can set up Edge and Brian down the line for something. Ryan Martin says, do you have any information on Ronda Rousey's WWE status? I know her contract expires in April this year. Do you see her returning at all? I should specify, I don't know if that's actually when it expires, that when uh, uh, some wannabe wrestling reporter had said, oh, contract's up, and it wasn't, um, WDB clarified and said it was up April this year. However, when you sit out, they can freeze your contract. However, Ronda Rousey might have a different contract. She might have said, I'll let you keep selling my shirts, my action figures, and put me in video games, but that clock's going to keep going. I get the feeling Ronda Rousey has a much different deal, but I have no idea on her returning. I know she was in the ring doing some training late last year, though. Um, Throwback 27 says, Rob Wilkins killed it with his pilot show, The Mix, the hard launch, the new channel setup. If you want a hard launch, it's, my gosh. Do you think Rhea versus Asuka, if they do this match, should be night one? No, I think it should be night two if they do that, because I think Bianca and Sasha will be night two. But I think what it should be is basically Rhea wins a bunch of matches. Charlotte wins a bunch of matches. They get a top contender match, and they beat the living shit out of each other to a no finish. And Asuka says, well, I want you both, and you do that match. You have the ghost of, of Charlotte's WrestleMania past coming back to haunt her. And then hopefully we leave with a cooked goose, and uh, Rhea Ripley wins the title. Ah. <sighs> Guys, leave a thumbs up. It's been a long few weeks. My God. And next weekend, it's going to be wild. We got a gigantic UFC show next weekend. We got an AEW pay-per-view next weekend. So we've got lots of stuff coming up. But Jeremy, where can the people find you? Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. 
go support me over there. Don't 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 support. I keep supporting everywhere, but I'm gonna put my tweets behind the paywall so I can try yes. to monetize all my fire tweets. <laughs> I'm so excited. Go to Twitch, subscribe, give us a follow. We're doing we had Luther and Serpentico, Chaos Project, AEW Main Eventers on the Twitch on Tuesday. Uh, we played some Retro Mania on Thursday. We did some Booty Pro Wrestling. Uh, we're doing stuff here in, a, in half an hour with uh, Spencer Love and the Joel Pearl is going to be on there. Tomorrow, I think we're going to play NBA 2K. Sunday is a watch-along, WCW Super Brawl 2000. Sean, the forbidden door has been open. Listen to this lineup we got for WCW Super Brawl 2000. Myself, Joseph Holbert, Andrew Thompson, Brian Rose, Cassidy Haynes. That's who's going to be on the watch-along Cassidy. on Sunday. Yes. I thought you were going to tell me the match lineup, the wall and the demon (laughs) tank Abbott and big Al. Sean, we've, we've created, we've created a terrible brand of Brian. Brian Nobbs in a singles. I know was on that match. I know Prince Iakea had a match. You know what? Prince Iakea is still being felt his impact because of Swerve Scott's Capri pants and Kofi Kingston's Capri pants. Um, Who else? Oh, oh! I know who was on that show. The package, and he was the—he was just the total package. Yeah. Then such Four a Vince thing to do, or something. And how about this? You had Fat Ahmed Johnson on the show. Um, I our think brands. Our brand is so. Joseph put up the poll and was like, "Vote on these Super Brawl ones." And you know, we got some good stuff. And then, of course, everyone just votes WCW two thousand. Like, yeah, review the bad stuff. Watch the bad stuff. Come on. God, you can't Cic- like a good Ric Flair match or something. Sicilian stretcher match. That's what you oh, all need. Man. There were at least, I think there were like a dozen matches on that show. Oh, Ner- Nerd Just- Guru says, no, I'll pass on that. Have Rhea keep Flair out of it. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that. But guys, thank you all so much. Until next time. We're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.